Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello, good evening. My name is Jay. As always, joined by Troy. We're going to talk about some NXT today. How are yeah, you, we mate? are. Yeah, I'm good, man. Very good. I'm, I'm kind of like coasting on a mixture of coffee and beer at the moment, so <laughs> let's let's see how that works out for this podcast. Um, yeah, really good episode of NXT this week. Yeah, man. Um, as always, Wednesdays are the place to be for a wrestling fan because you get spoiled. For now. Either to, either, yeah, for now. I can't <laughs> wait, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait when I don't have to, like, watch watch one, like, on the Wednesday night and then get up and watch another on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. Where I have, to have, a, have a fucking break. Pulling double um, duty. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was a really good show either way. Um, mm-hmm. Before we do start talking about that, uh, if you want to tell us what you thought, you can find us on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Um, YouTube Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitch, uh, Twitter, and U- Discord. And he said YouTube then. Untitled <laughs> Rest Pod. Um, talk to us on whatever format you want to, and we will probably chat back, depending on which one you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Discord's probably the best place to, t- to chat to us because we're all on there. Come get um, involved. And you, you, can t- you can target people with <laughs> go, <laughs> go J.I. didn't this. I disagree with this. <laughs> um, not there's much to disagree with me on this because it was a good episode. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Um, mm-hmm. So the show starts with Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch versus the replacements for MSK in a, in a non-title match. Um, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher show, shows a cool little video um, from the night before of Ciampa challenging, um, challenging them. And he's got like MS, MSK next to him. This uh, is quite amusing. I, I enjoyed this. Like, I kind of like Champa being like the dad to MSK. He's like, <laughs> you know, it's exactly what um, I thought. <laughs> and he says, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, I'll be in. Uh, only in Danny, I've like take issue with it being a, a non title match. He said, oh, yeah, of course, being a non title match, it's only be a title match if you had um, What is it? And then um, Nash Carter just pops in and goes, Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I would piss myself. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, a couple of little talking points as well. So as uh, that, as Champ is making his entrance, he does Ooh. like a, you see Thatcher being approached by Marcel Bartel. I've written in my notes. They're fucking doing it, aren't they? Happening, isn't it? <laughs> Happening, isn't it? My, my girlfriend heard me go mental when I saw that. <laughs> she was like, what's up? So I had to explain the whole thing. <laughs> there was a couple of moments in this that made me like jump out my seat with surprise that they were mm. actually doing to you. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey. Um <laughs> so yeah, that uh, that's just talking to Marcel Bartel. Uh, the match itself, early on, all these guys, great technicians, so lots of chain wrestling, as you'd yeah. expect. Loads uh, of it. Most of the match Birch and Lorcan are just like isolating Thatcher and Champers kind of here and there making hot tags to save it. Uh, Thatcher yeah. quite early on makes it he like holds his neck slash collarbone. Mm. Um, I can't remember what it was off the back of. He got dumped and he think he sort of landed awkwardly on he, his he, shoulder or his arm or something. He rolled out of the ring, didn't he? Yeah, he got um, 
I think it was off like a drop kick or something like that. It wasn't it wasn't anything it wasn't major. Anything that you'd expect to have injured him. Mm. Um yeah, Ch- uh Champa, whenever he was tagging in, he was like a house of fire, like hitting loads of like double clubs lines and yeah. taking it to them, firing up. Um it was weird, like the way they presented Thatcher in this, because he they almost made them across like he was like well, they're obviously doing the whole he's distracted, but they almost made mm. him across like he was a weak link. The weak, like, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Why on earth are you doing that with Timothy Thatcher? Mm. Um, there, there was quite a cool spot where they both uh, got like each member in like in like a sleeper. Oh, so and I just started clubbing them on the chest, didn't they? And started clubbing them, yeah. And then did their the little <laughs> cheer, applauding each other and patting each the other pat on, on the, the back. back. Yeah, that cracked me um, up. <laughs> I, I really like these two as a team. Yeah, um, same. And um, yeah, Ch- uh, there was a bit as well where Birch was in the corner and like Champer and Thatcher were just like tagging in and out and Champer was chopping the shit out of him and yeah. Thatcher was like uppercutting him to like and forearming him just to kind of like one-up each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Thatcher, <laughs> it just looked um, like they were having a lot of fun beating the piss out of them. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of their gimmick, isn't it? Just Yeah, yeah. Hard just dads. Hard bastards. Yeah, hard dads, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Thatcher go like is crawling for a tag from Champa, and he kind of pauses. And it, the way this was shot was great because you just saw out the like in the background you saw them on the stage, mm. and then you see Thatcher's face, and he freaks out. And then Champa kind of turns around and looks, and it's Imperium is stood on the stage, mm. um, and Barthel is like saying something to Eichner, and Thatcher just looks rattled. Um, yeah. Lorcan takes advantage of this distraction, kicks Chamber off the apron, and they hit like that elevated DDT on Thatcher to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, and after the match, like Chamber's like just screaming at Thatcher, like, "Why didn't you tag me in? Why didn't you tag me in?" Um, Bartel's just but, stood on the stage, just like shaking his head, like, nah, not looking good enough. disappointed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what the fuck are they doing, Andy? Oh, <laughs> Come on now. Did you, see, did you see Volta's Twitter as well? No. He put a picture of. Um, of from ring camps of come on then <laughs> of him and on one side was Barthel and the other was Stature oh, don't do and that he, to he us he just put that no capture <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> um, so yeah after this uh, Roderick Strong in what looked looked like he was going out on like a oh. nice little afternoon out somewhere he looked like he was off out in the lash Fucking sure yeah. it was beautiful. Uh, going for some nice afternoon drinking um, <laughs> around the, the CWC. Um, <laughs> he calls out Adam Cole. Uh, Finn comes out and Roddy blames Finn for the un- Undisputed Era's splitting. And uh, he says it wasn't him. It was the NXT title that caused him to split. And he says, if you want to get Adam Cole out, I, this is the only way to do it. And just basically says, Adam Cole, I challenge you to an NXT title match next week. Um, I mean, that's one way to get his attention, isn't it? Bloody hell. That'll, that'll fucking do it. <laughs> that'll like, do it. <laughs> um, Rod, Roddy says he isn't a leader. Uh, sorry, Finn says Roddy isn't a leader. Um, and then he's a, just a follower. And then Roddy just lamps him. <laughs> um, a, you you lack like the killer instinct. Role. And then it's just fucking fists everywhere. Yeah. Um, I, I get the impression because Roderick Strong wasn't originally meant to be in the Undisputed Era, was he? He was he um, turned on Pete Dunn, didn't he? In the was it the turned dusty on Pete Dunn in the Dusty Cup because mm. Bobby Fish was injured. Ah, right. So um, he was there to make up for. I so see. I get 
that the impression they're kind of like building Roddy as a star as well because obviously he's excellent as we know. Oh um, yeah, superb. So yeah, um, we get the first after this. We get the first of um, three segments involved in the way in therapy. It's <laughs> brilliant as always. Outstanding. Uh, Austin. Austin keeps referring to when he when he's with Loomis as being on vacation. <laughs> that Lo- that Loomis just needs a friend. Just uh, needs a friend. It's just two guys just chilling place. out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Indy's drawn on a pad and keeps like making making like dirty comments about uh, Loomis. Like, oh, if it's cold, I'll warm him up. Um, <laughs> I, at one point, she says, I could be his friend with benefits. Um, <laughs> and then as well, like, Johnny like snatches the pad off her and uh, she's wrote on it misses indie wrestling Loomis and Johnny Johnny freaks out and goes that's the name I gave you for Christmas you've ruined Christmas you've ruined Christmas <laughs> uh, the therapist gets tries to analyze uh, Johnny and he says you can't therapy on me you're therapying on him which again <laughs> just use your words there um, she then ends up like kicking Johnny off the room I yeah. was I was stitches with this whole thing. <laughs> um, I can easily my- not have Johnny in the ring. I'd just have them just doing this like sitcom thing week I in, was going to say, <laughs> I'd happily, if they did like a sitcom on the WWE Network of the way, yeah. I would happily watch it. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Because <laughs> um, it was just brilliant. Uh, Cameron Grimes is then on, which my other favourite thing of NXT right now. <laughs> he's he's telling some some like stage and that he's gonna rename the CWC the, the CGA, the Cameron Grimes Auditorium. <laughs> um Regal comes up to him and uh like you make he says Cameron stand up and he got and he's like it it, it was really funny because obviously like oh yeah well you know I, I can just buy my way out of this, but then as, even when I like Regal and kisses grit, as soon as Regal comes up to me, shit himself. Back, shit like, himself. Oh, Mr. Regal. Oh, <laughs> as I say, like that, like that naughty kid who kisses the teacher's ass, sniveling um, little shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Regal says that Grimes hit a crew member, and there's a potential lawsuit. And Grimes is like, "Oh, I'll just buy my way out of it." <laughs> Regal's like, "No, no, no, don't worry about that. I can sort that." Um, but you're in a match with the Colossal Bronze who can read. And then um, Grimes like, oh, I, I'm, I'm in a ma-. I, I use pulls out a water cash and goes, oh, this is my kiss my grits money. Um, <laughs> and he tries to pay off Regal and Regal's like, no, no, you're just in a match. And then Cameron looks <laughs> devastated. <laughs> just brilliant. I love it. Every minute of it. Um, then we get uh, Ember Moon versus Aaliyah. Um I love the fact that Robert Stone had PTSD as soon as he saw Shotzi's tank. Yeah, yeah. He starts like, like itching himself. Itching his skin, yeah. And, and they were like bringing it up and every time Shotzi went near him, he started panicking. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> um, I want to see more Robert Stone brand because I think they're fucking yeah, hilarious. Absolutely. Um, Aaliyah gets a early control over Ember um, in the match itself, but she ends up getting too confident too quick and then Ember just like dumps her with like yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it was it just looked like a throw didn't it um, yeah she just launched her <laughs> Stone then uh, <laughs> he tries to give Ember his card when Ember's like close to him and Shotty just run like chases him off and he's just, <laughs> just like she's an evil woman <laughs> um, <laughs> Ember uh, hits like a head scissor from the floor and a spine buster which looked really cool yeah, yeah. Um, 
the finish, she goes up top for Eclipse. Aaliyah meets her, uh, gets thrown off the top rope. Stone and Jesse Camilla try to interfere and Shotzi makes the save and then Ember hits an Eclipse. And shout out to Aaliyah. She sold that, didn't she? She sold it like a... Like like, like the rock selling stutters. Yeah, she like <laughs> kind of flipped over Ember as she took it. Yeah, looked, looked awesome. Book yeah. Um, book in a good way. Um, and yeah, Ember picks up the win. No surprises there, but it was yeah. quite a fun little exchange. Um, we then see Mackenzie backstage and she goes up after Thatcher and Champa. Um, she tries to ask him about um, Imperium. Thatcher says, we all have a past. Imperium throw it is in his face and Champa says it'll stay in the past. Mm. It's not going to stay w- in the past. Will it though? Will it it's though? not going to stay in the past. We're getting Volta <laughs> versus Champa and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, we are. Volta, Fucking hell. Volta's going to start chopping Champa's surgery repair neck and we're all going to be sick. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, the the after after this they shown a, a Tony Storm versus Io Shirai vignette. Um, again, just building up a shit on a hype for this match. Yeah, next week's NXT is stacked. It is. Jeez, we've got like essentially two world title matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it should be a really good show. Um. Speaking of title matches, we then go to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Shayna and Nia. Um, and I, I thought this was really good. Um, Do you know, Nia- I wasn't that bowled over by this. I was really excited for it. And it had it had its moments, but there were a few bits for me that were just a bit... I found the finish deflating, but then as it, yeah. as it kind of it makes developed sense. over the show... I yeah. was like, okay, yeah, well, this is interesting. Um, the fact that we're getting, obviously, we'll, we'll get to that at the end, but it's going where it's going. That excites me because I kind of had this built up quite a bit, well, but it feels like we're getting something a bit more later. It feels like obviously there's the root, there's the rumors because they've still not confirmed it of another takeover on the eighth of April. Um, oh, okay, it feels like either the building towards that, yeah. Or they're gonna do it at Mania. Mm. I think they'll I do thought. a takeover. They're gonna put. They're gonna put the the men's or women's or both championship on a Mania. Where, I imagine worst case, worst case scenario. Um, Regal's gonna end up announcing his own fucking titles for NXT, like NXT women's tag title. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. As good as that would be, I'd rather they just took those women's took tag those titles and made, and made them. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, so yeah, the match itself, um, there was a lot of callbacks to like Shayna and Dakota's feud from previously. And yeah, um, that was cool. Obviously, Shayna goes to straight away, just break Dakota's wrist. <laughs> and Dakota then just like smacks the shit out of it. Yeah. And we get like an actual fight. Um Shayna ends up throwing Dakota out the ring and both teams stare down and then they just Shayna and I just isolate Dakota for the longest time of this match. Yeah. Um Naya does that like stretch muffler on Dakota and swings her into the corner. That looks horrible. Uh, she bumps her face yeah. off like the turnbuckle. Yeah. Yeah. Um Dakota I mean Dakota Kai was literally just there to take all the nasty little bumps, wasn't she? Yeah, she's just ragdolling. <laughs> and to be fair, she did a great job of it. She did. Um, <laughs> she ends up kicking Naya off the apron and tagging Raquel in. Um and Raquel hits a huge fallaway slam and then a tour of the islands on Shayna. Um, and then we get 
the first of two of the two parts of Nia and Raquel just having a hoss fight, um, <laughs> brawling around the ring. A big um, tasty special. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dakota. Dakota there tries to roll up Shayna. Shayna locks in a kid through the clutch. I thought it was over there. Yeah, same. Um, and then Dakota manages to somehow like drag herself to um to the corner and Raquel tags in, yeah. just stamps on Shayna's face, breaks it up. <laughs> um ends up spearing Naira over the announce table, but as she like kicks Naira off the apron, she knocks the ref out. Yeah. Um I at first I thought it was an accident. Like I genuinely mm. thought she'd accidentally knocked the ref and I was like it did actually uh, look that way though, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It took me a minute to kind of twig that it was it was part of the story. Yeah. But there was a um, bit that really confused me then. When they then sent down the other referee. And I think well, I must have taken this was this was like the interesting part of it, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. So they sent down a second referee. So uh, for me, I'd looked away at the screen and then I looked up and the referee is in the ring. But at the same time, Vic Joseph was like, that's Adam Pierce. And I was like, that's not Adam Pierce. That referee's got hair and Adam Pierce isn't a referee. And so I had to rewind and realize that it was Adam Pierce that called the referee down to the ring. I obviously saw it at the wrong time. So that confused the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, very, very interesting turn of events. This So mm. he ascends down and they make a big deal about the fact that it was a raw referee. Um, oh, okay. On commentary, they're like, that's a raw referee. He's not mm. an NXT referee. And Pierce obviously is the authority of Raw and SmackDown, not of NXT. That's Regal's. Uh, this that's Regal House. Um, we're getting Pierce against fucking Regal, aren't we? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it, that, this is this is what was so compelling about it to me. So uh, basically, uh, Shayna sits up like the Undertaker, which the shot of that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she just sits up and then grabs the coaster and like her through the clutch. Pierce sends the ref down, um, and he just like instantly rings the bell. He doesn't even mm. check on the rings the bell. Yeah, yeah. Awards and the tag titles and like then commentary were like losing the shit saying, well, Dakota Kai wasn't legal, Raquel was, and that that was a raw referee. Yeah. Um and it, it's one of them. It it we were talking um a couple of weeks ago about like Charlotte Flair on NXT and how there was a bit of a sort of conflict of interest between Raw Raw's creative and NXT's about how Charlotte portrayed. Yeah, um, yeah. It could be the same thing, but I don't mm, know. Maybe. Either way, we'll see. It, it's obviously like the, the, the developed the story throughout the show. So yeah, fuck it. Gonzalez and Kai are showing up on fucking Raw, aren't they? They're going to come and stir that. the pot. I'd love to I'd see love that. it if Kai and Gonzalez, because um, what's weird as well, like we were talking on the Raw review, was normally they don't mention NXT at all. They do no. like a, they do an advert, which will tell you what's going to happen on NXT, mm. but they won't. Commentary the commentators won't, won't anything, even yeah. acknowledge it. No. And they were during like that really brief Nia and Naomi match. They were constantly talking about it, mm-hmm. and even yeah. during Shane and Charlotte, same thing. They were constantly talking about it, which makes yeah. me think someone okay, showed well, up. <laughs> there's more to that than especially with what happened on NXT this week. Yeah, it made me think. Okay, there's a lot more to that than meets the eye. And I'm in- really intrigued by what's going to actually happen now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we um, return to therapy. 
<laughs> Candace is receiving texts from Johnny from the outside. Uh, Indy just keeps like, again, making inappropriate comments about Dexter Loomis. <laughs> and um, the, therap- <laughs> the therapist ends up like twigging that uh, Johnny's sending texts to Candace. And he's like, listen, <laughs> and she opens the door and Johnny's like, I-, I was just trying to get an Uber Eats order in. Do you want anything? <laughs> um, she ends up ejecting uh, Austin, Can- uh, sorry, Candace, Indy, and Johnny again. Uh, and she gets, as well as she gets Candace and India in the house. And uh, Johnny goes, Right, let's get back down to business. He goes, Get out. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when I forgot to mention as well, when she kicked him out the first time, he was like, Get out. This is my office now. I'm the That's <laughs> North American <it>. champion. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gold. Absolute gold. I love this Johnny Gargano. Um, yeah. We then get LA Knight uh, saying he's doing it his way on his time as he's walking to the ring. Um, and then it, we got a really cool, like, swerve. This uh, is really cool. I like this. Really good promo. Really good promo. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was kind of like pulling, like, the curtain back on Swerve, where he's, like, in real life, he's got his own podcast on the WWE Network called Swerve City. Mm. Um, and it was, like, him in, like, a studio. He almost felt like... Um, like it almost felt like they, they were going more towards like he was a music producer than like an actual mm. podcaster, like the yeah. way his studio was laid out. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, it was very, very cool. Um he, he basically just talks about rough like falling into these opportunities. Mm. And he said that how he, he grinds to get opportunities and still none fall in his lap. And that he doesn't care about that anymore. He's just gonna take everything. Um good. I, I, I like, like him as a heel. Yeah, he felt he felt even like like an even different character again. Yeah, like yeah. He, like when he was when he's been like teasing the turn until he actually fully turned heel the other week. Mm. He was very much just like kind of just felt like a sort of shady character. Yeah, and now there was there was a bit more like sort of like like cynicism to him. Yeah, yeah. Like he was he wasn't just like a suspicious guy. He was like. Just like almost like nihilistic to a point, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, that's that's a bit that's more compelling because I like that, yeah, because I like I like the fact that he just like come across as an absolute scumbag, <laughs> but at the same time, this was like different. I was like, mm. there's not really anybody like this on the roster. Nah, it's so, good. Sets him aside. It's another another crease. Yeah, just yeah, because he's he's so good anyway. Yeah. Like his, stuff, his stuff in there, Lucha Underground, was fantastic. I've not so, seen any of that. I'll have to check it out. It, it's, it was basically called Kill Shot, and he wore a mask because he was at, um, with like a, a bullseye on it. And oh, like okay. It was camo, um, because he was like a he was like a disgraced uh, army veteran who'd become like a soldier of fortune. Oh, like Deadshot. Kind of, yeah. Sort of. But That's pretty cool. Was, it was fucking cool, and then he got him. He got unmasked, and uh, he went by his real name. It was like, oh, okay, they're going to do something with it, and then he just left. Oh. <laughs> I'm just looking. It's at the also why look pretty cool. It's also um, why it took him so long to actually get signed by WWE because he's been doing stuff with them for a while. And oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, he has a, um, he has a, uh, it's a, it's a. I think it's a street a street fight or a death match with um 
AR Fox, who actually trained Leon Ruff. Oh, okay. Um, in in a Lucha Underground, it's a really good match. Definitely worth checking out. Sweet. Take, takes a fucking horrible, disgusting bump, but it's it's so good. It's such a good match. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, then we go to the ring. Ellie Knight's there. Uh, I I got so excited about this. Me too. Uh, he said, "I've been waiting a long time to say this," and then does the old line. Let me talk to you. <laughs> um, he says, "This isn't a dream; it's business." Um, because he's L A Knight. L A Knight. L A Knight. I've done the hand movement there for anyone who didn't see it. Um, well, you <laughs> wouldn't see it except for Troy. <laughs> and. Yeah, so uh, he compares himself to Tom Brady and says, like, how he, he wasn't like picked first in the draft, but he became the best and he proved he's the best. He's not going to do anything fancy. Compares, like, he brings up guys like Gargano, Balor, Cole, Kyle Riley. He's like, mm. I'm not going to do any flips. I'm not going to do anything fancy. I'm just going to beat the hell out of people. Um, <laughs> may not be pretty. You may not like it. <laughs> yeah. And he says, it's LA Knight's game. That's just a fact of life. Oh my God, he's going <laughs> fully light rate. Just do it. Just um, do it. As he as he's in the ring, uh, Bron- Bronson Reed's music hits, and he looks genuinely pissed off that Bronson Reed would interfere <laughs> on his time. Um, La Knight, uh, Lee, like he's staying in the ring as Bronson gets in the ring. They have a little stare down, and he leaves the ring. Um, and Reed keep staring at him he keeps staring at Reed from the ramp um, Cameron Grimes then enters with the music from the rap video oh, which I yes I'm so made up about it's fucking awesome I was so happy they've given him that yeah and new gear as well he's got like rhinestones on his gear now um, <laughs> and he, yeah <laughs> did you notice he had like a hundred dollar bill in his Just waistband wasting his fucking band yeah <laughs> Um, I give it. I give it a month before he comes out with the million dollar belt. They even mentioned it on commentary. I I reckon he's gonna get like a brown version of that like white suit that the million dollar man used to have. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> like a dirty brown version of it. Um, <laughs> looks just looks muddy. <laughs> or even better, the white suit, but he's genuinely just like got it all scuffed up and muddy from just like. <laughs> Living in a trailer park. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Grimes gets in the ring. He tries to pay off Bronson Reed. Um, and he's like, as he's counting up the money, Reed just decks him. <laughs> Grimes goes for a sunset flip early on. Uh, Reed sits out on him. Uh, Grimes hits that great looking Spanish fly he does. Yeah. Um, which, uh, when when Reed did it as well, it looked like Reed had cross-bodied him. Yeah. And it uses momentum to flip. It's crazy the way crazy, it does it. Yeah. Um, starts working over Reed's neck with kicks. Um, Reed eventually overpowers him, hits a Thez press, and murders him with a clothesline. I love that um, Thez press that he does. Where he doesn't, he doesn't fully mount them. He just kind of leaps like crotch first and then just stands over him like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, Grimes then like, grabs his hat, tries to leave. Um Bronson Reed suicide dives him in the ring. Uh, like throws Grimes and gets in the ring. Uh, Ellie Knight comes out and he picks up uh, Grimes' hat and throws it in the ring. And the, as the refs like, as the refs getting it, Ellie Knight's like kind of got on the apron as Reed's up for the tsunami. Reed grabs him by the throat and Ellie Knight just like drag jumps off the apron, and yanks his arm over the uh, top rope, 
Um, and Grimes is the Cavens will win. Um, although, good match. Uh, yeah. Very, very excited to see uh, LA Knight going straight after Bronson Reed. I was going to say, yeah, straight after Bronson Reed. Fucking hell. She's not messing about going for the, one of the thick, thickest boys on the roster. Want to get noticed? You're the biggest guy in the army. That's it. <laughs> um, and yeah, also, uh, he's already got history with carrying cross from Impact, so they're probably holding off a little bit. Yeah. Um, it goes backstage after this match, and you see Regal and Pierce arguing backstage, but um, there's no like microphone on it, it's like behind the closed door, it's like someone like filming it through a window, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's they're both very animated, and Regal looks very angry. Um, <laughs> uh, after this, Caden Carter challenges Zaylee to a match uh, next week. Talks about how they they bring up Casey's legit injury and said like I don't know how long, but size made it personal. I'm going to take her out. Um, and we got like a recap of Cross and Santos from last week as well. Oh, um, yes. Great match that was. Really, really good little vignette that as well. Mm. Um, and then we return to the final part of um, the way in therapy. Uh, Austin's on his own. He's, he's, he says, hey, I was in a room with the windows boarded up. We were watching cartoons and I ate cereal. Um, <laughs> the therapist says she spoke to Dexter Loomis and he, he says the reason he got rid of him was because theory was awful and he, he insisted on cutting shirts to show his mediocre abs <laughs> <laughs> and he's like hey, Dexter Loomis doesn't talk theory just bursts into tears um, <laughs> runs out the room and then Johnny comes in and he's like you're a monster lady <laughs> um, and then like the <laughs> canvas and Indy take Austin away and it turns out that the therapist was an actor <laughs> Johnny like counts out money to it and then he pulls like one of the notes back and goes need this for the arcade and he's like we're going to Chuck E. Cheese's <laughs> brilliant just so good so good uh, I, I love I love the whole thing I, I'm looking forward to this whole feud with Gargano and Loomis because with what he's doing and what Dexter Loomis does it's yeah it's going to be great yeah man um we then get uh, Everizer in the ring. Um, Bree Zango make their entrance dressed as astronauts. They Before they can finish that, Legado del Fantasma attack them and uh, chase off Everize. As Everizer kind of like still on the sta- stage like, nah, fuck that. Um, Santos is behind them and just jumps them and destroys them on the steel steps. Um, Santos then gets on the mic and says, don't, don't mistake last week for weakness. If you do this, this is what will await you. Um, and kind of like surveys the chaos around them. Um, nice. Big fan th- of that. This is, yeah, this is how I feel like Legado should be getting portrayed. Like just because uh, some, sometimes they kind of, it's almost like they're relying too much on like just fuckery as opposed to like just beating people just up. Just being all out. Yeah. And I, I like that he's just like showed a bit more ruthlessness. Yeah. Um, Mackenzie then approaches Regal backstage and he says he's going to make an announcement that will change the landscape of NXT next week. Ooh. Do you reckon it's Tuesdays? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and he'll say he'll see us next Tuesday. Um, <laughs> e- either that or um, it's the takeover and the belt or maybe both. Oh, Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
the fact the fact that he was talking to Pierce about it's very interesting. That mm. that's the thing that makes it a bit more okay. Well, if you yeah. spoke to Pierce about it, that's some big kicking off here. Yeah, there's a bit more to it than just like them announcing the change and all that. Yeah, um, yeah. but we'll see. Um, this leads us to the main event, which is Finn Balor versus Roderick Strong. Um, Roderick Strong has new gear and music. Uh, his gear was awesome. It was yeah, like, wow, nice. It's like grey and red, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, this match was just pretty much a technical clinic. Lots of yeah. mat wrestling, chain wrestling early on. Um, what you expect from these two? Awesome. Yeah. Um, Finn targets strong shoulder and strong ends up like strong ends up taking like the brunt of Finn's offense on his shoulder. Like Finn just keeps going back to it, going mm-hmm. like arm drags, getting out of arm drags. Um, in at one point, uh, like Finn's got like a, a it looked like a key lock or something on um strong and strong like uses uses that while his arm's still in the hole to power slam Finn, which was crazy it's quality, yeah. Um and then just backbreakers Finn repeatedly. Um loads of because them. <laughs> he is the messiah of the backbreaker, if you didn't know. That's um, what he does. That's his gimmick. <laughs> it, it as well, like because he's been like a shitbag heel for so long, you forget just how good he is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I had almost forgotten how good he was from in reliance like on healing mm. all that much like when he's having matches like this I'm like oh yeah Roderick Strong's actually amazing <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah there was a bit where Ballard is just like throwing Roderick uh, corner to corner and he just meets him with a clothesline uh, hits an angle slam and really cool uh, like he transitioned from the angle slam like mm. he rolled through and then yeah. hit a tiger bomb which yeah. was great um I'm Finn looking forward a... to seeing Roderick Strong back on my TV a bit more in singles action. Like you say, like yeah. this reminded me how much I enjoyed watching him. And I remember before he joined Undisputed Era, um, I'd just been really impressed. Like, I didn't know much of him before. I know he'd come with a bit of um, a background from other organisations. Um, but yeah, he's, he's fucking quality. Really, really good. Just no nonsense. Really, really technical. And having a gimmick where you are the messiah of the backbreaker isn't the worst gimmick to have if you're an for just literally trying to break people's backs. It's good shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, especially like when you look, you look back at some of his Ring of Honor stuff, like he's, yeah. he's been like, he, it's not like he got this good over time. He's been mm. this good since like yeah. 2005, 2006, like the better part of 15 years. He's been hell. consistently this good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mad. And he's as he, he has got better, but like, He's got better in the sense that anyone would get better of doing that for 15 years. Of course, but yeah, yeah. Back then, he was still just as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great to think. And he, he looks like he's barely aged, which is yeah. also mental. Um, so, yeah, uh, Finn hits a sling blade on uh, Strong and Strong reverses the shotgun dropkick into the Stronghold. Um, Finn tries to roll up Strong from it and Strong like just blocks it and sits out on him. Yeah. Um, he then goes for an end of heartache. Finn reverses it into a double stomp, which looked just brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Finn hits the coup de gras in the 1916, which is more and more oh, closer was... to being bloody Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> just closer and closer to the top of his head that he's getting dropped on. Yeah. If he, if he was doing it from a fucking reverse DD, 
DDT position, not a DDT position. It would be bloody Sunday at this point. Mm-hmm. As he just he just does that and dumps them on top of the net. Yeah, yeah. Um, is this it, now his finisher? Is the coup de grace just the precursor now to the nineteen sixteen? Well, he'd been using it as his finisher anyway, hadn't he? Mm, I guess so, um, yeah. for a while, and then I think it's one of those things like it's for Finn. It's kind of almost like his exclamation point. Yeah, like yeah. he can put people away with the coup de grace, but why would he do that when he can like the, the drop them on top, on top of the head? <laughs> He's just caved in the chest. Why not just drop them on top of the head for good measure? <laughs> for good measure. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it, like this this version of Finn Balor is just insane, isn't it? When you think about yeah. it, oh, he's so good. Like, I've loved I've loved him for years, but like when he when he came to NXT, I feel like he wasn't this technical. No, he still was, but yeah, he wasn't not, like, not like this. Like I'd I'd love to see him like go back to Japan at this point and like mm. have matches with some of the the top guys there just to just to see like what he could do now compared to then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some of the matches like he'd have with guys like a card and a bush would be fucking mental. fucking insane. Yeah. Or WWE just open the fucking forbidden door. Do it. Go, go and play in a Uncle Tony's toy toy box. Uncle um, Tony. <laughs> After the match, uh, Adam Cole stares down Finn Balor from the stage, and I'm so excited because when they wrestled last time, they were both faces, weren't they? Well, like Finn was, Finn was like, "What are you?" Doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam Cole was very much a baby face, mm. whereas now heel, utter scumbag Adam Cole versus Finn Balor, yeah, could be interesting. That's going to be fucking awesome. Like you said, next week's card absolutely stacked. Yeah, <clears throat> can't wait for that. It, it's it's weird how like both both shows on a Wednesday are just stacking the shit out of the cards recently. Mm. Like it, it, it's I mean it's good for wrestling fans, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Oh but yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like some of these matches, like you could easily save it for a takeover. Like both That's both it. title matches next week could have been on the takeover before Mania. Mm-hmm. No, no bother. No, which yeah, makes me yeah. think. Well. If they're doing this now, what the fuck are they going to do, do on that weeks? one? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, a really, really strong episode of NXT. I go as far mm. as saying it could have been one of the best ones they've done in months. Um, yeah. That's that's not to say it's been bad because it's, no, no, it's been it's, fantastic. Yeah, exactly. But normally there's something that sticks out as a low for me, whereas in this episode there wasn't really. I even even stuff that midway through the episode I would have thought of as a low like the finish to um the women's tag title match. By yeah. the end of the show they'd built enough intrigue of what exactly so, neck yeah that I was like, all right, I can give that a pass. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, but, okay, well the, the more I see how it plays into it and how that evolves, I can forgive it. Because I remember coming off the back of that, I'd just be like, uh yeah, it was disappointing, mm. but I feel like we're going to get something huge off the back of that, whether that be next week or Mania or what. But yeah, lots of intrigue it, built around that. It'd be interesting if um, that you like because obviously NXT's moving nights. They, they're maybe going to do something with Raw, like mm. a talent, not a talent exchange, but you know, like a bit of a into a, into a brand, brand invitational. Yeah, or even <laughs> even just like. Do it properly and have invasion like invasion shit. Yeah. 
You don't you don't need to like do oh it's the it's the biannual or quarterly brand information or whatever. Fucking bollocks. nonsense. Just, just have people coming over, kicking fuck out of each other when they've not been invited. <laughs> just just have Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez show up, put Naya through a table, take the belts, and go back to NXT. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That Raquel Gonzalez just go out and beat the shit out of every woman on that roster. <laughs> just one hand, just have them line up and one hand power bomb each one. Yep. Play a line it. Whack. Whack. Come here, Charlotte. Whack. Whack. <laughs> yeah. Um, very, very good episode. Uh, what yeah. were your highs and lows, though, mate? Um, my low is going to be Ember Moon and Aaliyah. It just, on the card of where everything else was pretty strong, that was just a bit filler, which is difficult because it was a really good episode, but yeah, it was just kind of filler. Um, I guess it's to keep Ember Moon sort of not relevant, but just kind of doing something. It's another mm-hmm. win. It keeps her loosely in the title picture when Shirai and Storm are done. Um, so yeah, that's that's my low. Um, or oh, difficult for a high... Balor and Strong was awesome. Um, enjoyed that a lot. Uh, the opening match, Birch and Lorcan uh, against Champer and Thatcher was just as hard hitting as you'd expect it to be. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to say just everything with the way, the way in therapy was just absolute gold this week. So funny. Like I said, I could, I, we could watch a sitcom just based on that. I'm not seeing him get back in the ring again because it was, yeah, yeah, absolutely howling. I, I'd be happy if they just had him wrestle at takeovers at this point and just that, just that, just have his, his feud being shit like this. But then write that into storyline so that like, oh, he's got to go away for the weekend because he's wrestling at takeover. But then it's just him and those lot just dicking about <laughs> for the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were yours? For me, I'm just trying to think whether like what my low would be. Um, my low would probably be the whole. Let's have a look. Let me just double check. If if I'm if I'm literally nitpicking, um, it would be the fact that they did like a bit of a screwy finish on the women's tag title match. But again, they kind of resolved it to a degree by the yeah. end of the show, or at least yeah. at least built some intrigue. But I do remember, like, I did feel like I was almost like kind of on a bit of a down from the fact the way the match finished it was like mm. it kind of like sucked the air out of me a bit like, oh, yeah yeah it. yeah that's a bit shit especially because like the way like the way these shot Shane is sitting up and grabbing the Dakota Looks like really she was cool. a fucking murderous like a, a killer from like <laughs> Halloween or something coming out the fucking <laughs> yeah. water and dragging her down it was like that was <laughs> amazing and then yeah but as I say it it seems to be like the they're getting some resolution off it so that's fair uh, high yeah. finished strong it was awesome yeah man that last that last five minutes I felt like I was watching a New Japan match <laughs> felt, felt like I was watching a card in the Tokyo Dome just like going full throttle and you're not knowing what, what's going to happen in the next five minutes um, <laughs> and yeah as I say it, it it feels like the closest Finn's been to being the guy that I, had all this hype from New Japan when he signed mm. since since then basically it feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. the closest he's been to that character 
to like Prince Devitt, and that's very intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, also, I'm very excited about him and Adam Cole next week. That would be very good. Yes, please. Um, yeah, that's another one in the bag. Um, before we go, where can uh, people get their beard and beer needs fulfilled, please, Troy? Uh, they can head over to thatchface.com uh, and get themselves um, some beard grooming kits, some beard oils, balms, clothing, accessories. Uh, use the discount code TROYXL85. Get yourself 20% off your purchase. There's also free shipping on all orders over £40. And a portion of the proceeds go to Testicular Cancer UK. So a very worthy cause. So yeah, get yourself over to thatchface.com for all your beard stuff. And if you want some tasty, tasty uh, wrestling theme beers, get over to topropebrewing.com. Um, they've got a, a wide selection of stuff. They had a, a massive batch of canning uh, the other week, so they're all available online to buy. Um, what was the one you were drinking the other day? Was it the uh, Cold Stone Cream Austin? The Gallahorn and the, uh, the chocolate? Oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm about to crack a can of uh, Cold Stone Cream Austin uh, chocolate and orange ice cream pail, oh, um, yes. which is a treat. It's like drinking a Terry's chocolate orange. <laughs> very nice um, so yeah get yourself over to, to topropebrewing.com wrestling themed beers they also do a range of uh, apparel and clothing as well so yeah check them out yeah boy and also if you want to uh, reach us on social media Facebook and YouTube Untitled Wrestling Podcast uh, give us a like and a subscribe there um, and on Twitch Twitter and Discord, our new Discord server all Untitled Rest Pod if you join the Discord we'll chat with you about not just wrestling, all kinds of stuff. We talk about yeah. games. We we let you promote your Twitch stream if you want. We promote ours. Uh, speaking of Twitch, please give us a follow. We're really close to affiliate. So close. I can, I so can close. feel it. Can Almost got it. that brass ring. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, on our Twitch, speaking of our Twitch channel, um, myself and Troy uh, are currently playing through Resident Evil 5 um, on co-op. We're going to yeah. do try and do that once a week. Um, do a couple of chapters every time we stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing Sonic Adventure myself. I usually do a bit of Halo. Uh, Witching bits <laughs> as well, and we do our game, um, our like game Saturday stream night. on a Saturday night, uh, and some other stuff like live streams. We'll be doing one for AW Revolution this Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and obviously any like WrestleMania weeks coming up. Um, and fast lanes coming up in a couple of weeks. We'll be doing fast lane. We'll be doing probably. We probably won't be sleeping WrestleMania. We'll probably be doing like <laughs> both nights of that. Yeah, take up there. Be fucking great. We'll be like we'll be like zombies and all grey by the end of it. But it'll be awesome. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we have to give us a following there as well. Thanks for uh, joining us, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast house and the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.